Hey guys, it's uh, Dave Barnett here from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized enterprises. And I always try to say it as fast as I can. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I released a video about the barber's potholes and how it revealed a winning real estate investment strategy for a business owner. And some people um, started sending me emails because they thought that what I was proposing is that small business ownership can be a vehicle towards a real estate investment strategy, and it can be. However, um, as a general rule, I'm not a big fan of small businesses owning real estate, and and here's why. Um, We don't know what the market is going to bring, and so here are some of the problems that I've seen in the past of people who wanted to own real estate. Uh, in their small business. So you you establish a business and then you buy the building, okay? And uh, then time goes on and all of a sudden, you know, Walmart builds a new store someplace else and then one by one, all the retailers move out there. And you're stuck in the older part of town and because you own the building, you don't want to move. And what ends up happening is the business declines and you don't get as many sales because you're stuck because you are an owner of a property and if you move the business, now you're gonna have to pay rent and a mortgage. And so I've seen this kind of scenario happen over and over again. In fact, it's largely the story of most small retail Main Street areas. So the second reason why it's not such a big, great idea is that we don't know what the future needs of the business are gonna be. So for example, if your business is growing, maybe you're gonna outgrow the building. Well, if you're renting, all you do is wait till the end of your lease and you move to a bigger location, right? And the space that a business occupies should be thought about like any other input that goes into the business, whether it's raw materials or inventory or electricity or the telephone contract you choose. You're choosing these things based upon the needs of the business and the, the, the success of the business and what the business needs in that time period are the driving decision makers. So the amount of space that you have and where the business is located could change over time and you need the ability to have the freedom to do that. You know, sometimes I say, let's let's look at the big boys. Let's look at what they're doing. And for the most part, people like Walmart, large grocery store chains, large drugstore chains, uh, large department stores, all of these huge companies, they don't own the real estate they're in. They lease. Why would they do that? The reason is because these companies are trying to do something that most small business people don't think about. They're trying to maximize the return on their equity, not maximize total profit. So here's what I mean. Um, a pharmacy chain, CVS, Shoppers Drug Mart, you know, Walgreens, one of these guys, wherever you are, you've seen some of them. It would cost them a certain amount of money to put a down payment on a commercial property. That down payment on the commercial building is probably roughly equal to what it would cost to fill the the store's shelves with inventory. Now, if they put the capital into inventory and they turn that inventory over every 30 days and earn a 30% margin, clearly that's a better way to earn a return on your capital than to put it into a building that might appreciate it 2% a year, right? And so that's why these guys lease, because they don't want to put the capital into the down payment. They would much rather pay a landlord and and leverage the landlord's capital to give them the space that they need, okay? The, the other thing that those guys understand very well is that retail patterns change. So 
what is a popular spot in 1980 is not going to be the right place for a business like that in 2000 or in 2020, right? So as the retail patterns change, all these guys have to do is wait for their lease to come up and they just give their notice that they're leaving and they move. <clears throat> and we've all seen empty grocery stores and empty pharmacies, right? And and in the in the wrong place, in the wrong part of town where suddenly there's no traffic because other retailers have moved or maybe a new highway exit was put in or or a new highway was built altogether, right? So as a business owner, you always have to be free to be nimble, to move where the business needs to go or to expand or contract as the business's needs change. So what about real estate? Should a business ever own its own real estate? Well, sometimes you don't have a choice. So if you're in a small town and you wanna own a lumber yard, you may not be able to lease a suitable location. You might have to own a piece of real estate to do that kind of business. And we see that quite often. Or if you have large machinery, which basically just needs to be parked on land, things like you know a concrete um, you know ready mix facility, right? Doesn't really matter where it goes. You just need a piece of land to, to park that thing, and um, you know usually you end up owning that. If a business doesn't have any more growth prospects, so if you've basically achieved a point where you don't think anything's going to change for a long time in the business it might then make sense to buy the building that your business operates out of. But here's a different strategy. Because if you buy the business, the building that your business is located in, you now have two very big important assets tied to one income stream. You've got your business and your building, and they're both tied to the income stream of customers coming to your business. So if something happens to kill your business, new competition, new regulation, trends in the marketplace, etc then you won't have the money to make the mortgage payment, right? And so not only could you lose your business, you could lose the building as well. However, if you really like real estate and you want to invest in real estate, just do it someplace else. So if you've got a successful business, you lease the business's location, save up enough money for a down payment, then go buy yourself a six or 10 unit apartment building somewhere else and have a completely different income stream associated with those assets. So now you don't have two important assets tied to one income stream. You've got two important assets, each with their own income stream. So your, your business still has the customers as its income stream, but your apart, apartment building investment has the tenants as an income stream. And so if something happens in the business, your building shouldn't be affected, right? And so it's, it's basic diversification of, uh, of your wealth, and it, it forms part of a plan for someone as to where they want to go and what they want to do and what their long-term plan is and whether they want to retire or, or what have you. So the video a couple of weeks ago about the barber was me talking about the problems that happen when businesses own real estate and how the barber's landlord was able to use that to his advantage. It probably was his plan. You know, it probably was. But um, it shouldn't necessarily be everyone's plan when they're in business. And with that, I'll say see you later. And um, if you own a small business and you're thinking about getting out or you're curious about what that process looks like, head on over to howtosellmyownbusiness.com. It's a place where you can access all kinds of free information as well as an online course and uh, learn more information about how I can help you sell your business when the time comes. And with that, I'll say see you later. Have a great day.